For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The summer has arrived, and while for most soccer fans that means seeing our favorite players posting luxurious vacation pics on Instagram and seeing Jack Grealish fall down in Las Vegas casino lobbies, on the field there's not a lot happening, but off the field a lot of things are going on, specifically in the transfer market, and specifically if you're a fan of American soccer players, Christian Pulisic, Chris Richards, Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Serginho Dest that we are going to rely heavily upon in Qatar and their futures at the moment are a bit murky and we're going to get into all those details on this episode of the Yank Report. So I think we have to start with our main man Christian Pulisic. He is the biggest star in all of American soccer after all and his future seems to be uh, one of the ones most in doubt of any player on the list. Uh, Christian has ever since he arrived at Chelsea's there's been rumors about him leaving Chelsea. Uh, There's been rumors about his issues fitting into the team with Thomas Tuchel. Uh, Heading into this offseason, there were talks about Christian Pulisic possibly departing, him being unhappy with his playing time. There was, of course, the tweet that his father put out talking about Christian being unhappy with his playing time. Uh, And all that's led to an offseason with all the tumultuousness going on around Chelsea where it looks like a lot of people are exiting Chelsea at the moment. Christian has stated in interviews that what he really wants right now is is to lock down playing time, is to get more playing time, be a regular player for his club. Now Chelsea in recent weeks have been linked very heavily to Manchester City's Raheem Sterling. Uh, Raheem Sterling coming in would compete immediately for Christian Pulisic's uh, minutes and that would put an even bigger strain uh, between Pulisic and the club. Uh, So there's a lot of speculation that if Chelsea land uh, Raheem Sterling, which it looks like for all the world that's going to happen, that Christian would be on his way out. Now, generally with these uh, transfers, there's a lot of moving parts. So first, Chelsea have to uh, get figure out Lukaku and then once that happens they're going to figure out Sterling and then they'll figure out Pulisic but what are Pulisic's destinations well he's been linked to a few clubs I think the big ones right now the big rumors are AC Milan and Juventus the two Italian giants I can say that it would be very fun to see Christian Pulisic potentially playing on the same team as Weston McKinney next season now more on Weston McKinney later uh, but just uh, at face value having the opportunity to see two of our biggest most marquee Americans on the same squad uh, would be very interesting. Now, there's also rumors uh, connecting Christian Pulisic to a move to Liverpool, uh, especially with Sadio Mane departing that club. Uh, Of course, Liverpool have some quality of their own, uh, so it seems like a, a move for Christian uh, from Chelsea to Liverpool would be out of the frying pan into the fryer as far as competing for minutes. It does not seem like uh, he would have a, he he would be pretty much in the same situation competing for minutes at Liverpool that he's at with Chelsea right now. So this situation continues to remain in flux with a lot of moving parts involved, uh, but it certainly seems like there's a lot of smoke uh, to the fire of Christian Pulisic potentially exiting Chelsea this summer. 
Speaking of Weston McKinney, uh, Weston McKinney has been linked with Tottenham for like the last few seasons now. Now that interest from Tottenham seems to have cooled a bit because Tottenham have signed the midfielder from uh, Brighton Hove Albion, uh, Basuma, which would be a player that's very comparable to the position that Weston McKinney would play. So it seems like uh, those rumors have cooled a little bit. Although with Paul Pogba returning to Juventus, that is another midfielder in Weston McKinney's position. But I, I think at the moment, it seems like Wes McKinney is destined to remain over at Juventus, at least for right now. Before we get to our next transfer target, let's have a word from today's sponsor. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Moving on to Serginho Dest. Now, this is a player that, gosh, there has been so much discussion surrounding Serginho Dest and, and his transfer destinations. Uh, since arriving at Barcelona, it was, is he going to leave Barcelona? Is this, Does Xavi like him? Does Xavi hate him? Uh, is he in the squad? Is he out of the squad? There was a lot of rumors connecting him to uh, Bayern Munich, and then Xavi came out saying he was the future at right back, and he loved him. But I think everything within this conversation uh, needs to be put within the context of Barcelona or a club right now that have like a billion dollars in debt and basically everyone's for sale at the club if they can get good money back on them. Uh, and, and currently, uh, it, it looks like there's negotiations going on right now between Chelsea and Serginho Dest, uh, Chelsea and Barcelona, uh, potentially with a swap uh, for Marcus Alonso. Uh, this is another interesting one because then we could potentially see Christian Pulisic and Serginho Dest on the same squad, which would be fun as hell. Uh, but uh, that's where the rumors are right now. Now, it must be said that it's been reported that Serginho Serginho Dest does not seem to want to leave Barcelona. He seems very happy where he's at. And, and I think uh, I think Barcelona is like his boyhood club and it's the spot where he wants to be. Uh, however, these rumors are persisting, linking him to Chelsea, uh, which is a very interesting move. Now, there's also rumors out there potentially linking him to Leeds, but I think every American is being linked to Leeds right now. And I can kind of show that as we move through the list. Uh, but this, this, uh, this, this Chelsea Dest interest is very real and it's very interesting in this moment. It's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Next, we come to Tyler Adams, who seems to be at the end of his road over at RB Leipzig. It seems like he's had enough seasons over there and he's ready to explore uh, a, a transfer opportunity. And it looks like RB Leipzig is ready to let him go if someone can meet their, uh, their, their demand. I know now the main destination in mind, of course, is Leeds United. And, and we know that the ties that uh, Tyler Adams has with Jesse Marsh uh, throughout his playing career, uh, we know that Tyler can fit in, in Jesse Marsh's system and seems like the perfect replacement uh, for Calvin Phillips, who is looking to make his exit uh, over at Leeds. But I think Calvin Phillips is is the main thing uh, keeping this move from happening right now. Uh, there's interest in Calvin Phillips from Manchester City right now. Uh, if he gets that move, then uh, Leeds will have the cash to go after Tyler Adams. But that's the uh, domino that needs to fall in order for this thing to really get set into motion. Next up, we have the move that I am like particularly interested in because I think this is one of the most important uh, position groups and, and potential moves uh, affecting the World Cup uh, in this entire summer transfer window. 
and that is the destination of Chris Richards. Uh, Chris Richards has been recalled from his loan uh, for Hoffenheim, but it looks like Bayern Munich are ready to actually sell him on uh, and let him go. They've set a price at around $15 million, uh, and, and there's a few clubs interested. Reportedly, there's three Spanish clubs that are interested, but it seems like the two front runners at the moment are Southampton and Crystal Palace. It, it looks like both of those teams have actually uh, really made real offers and are really exploring it, and it seems very likely that Chris Richards is going to end up in the EPL next season. Uh, a very exciting thing for Chris Richards, a potentially very exciting thing for U.S. Men's National Team fans. It would be excited to see Chris Richards finally be able to like kind of plant his roots and and growing to a squad um, and really start like his professional career, uh, so to speak, at a club that that values him and, and, and is interested in his long-term future. Uh, that being said, we only have a few months to the World Cup. It is a little bit nerve-wracking that a guy who's being looked at as our starting center back uh, is going to be fighting to break into a squad uh, to start the season. Uh, not exactly where I would love to be heading into the World Cup, but that's pretty much the cards that were dealt at the moment. There's big news regarding Haji Wright as he's been linked uh, pretty heavily recently with uh, championship side Hall City. Uh, that would see Haji Wright get a move over to England. He's currently in Turkey and just came off a big season over there. Uh, I, I believe the, the championship would be a, a step up in competition. It would be really exciting to see what Haji can do over there, uh, specifically because we'd also have Daryl DK and Josh Sargent in that league as well. Uh, so to see those three strikers kind of all dueling it out in the same league uh, would be really interesting for comparison's sake. Uh, maybe one of them can hit fire early on. I do have to concede, though, that every time I hear Hall City, I have flashbacks to Josie Altidore's season at Hall City and watching those games uh, oftentimes like streamed illegally and just like, uh, but hopefully if Haji makes it to, over to Hall City, he'll be able to exercise those demons and and. and help us all move forward and put that that chapter in our American soccer histories to bed. Now, those are the moves I would say that I'd categorize as like the high profile, lot of smoke, lot of interest moves. Uh, the next ones are, are really kind of a little bit more on the rumor mill, but still uh, things that have been reported. So I guess it's worth passing along to you. The first one I'll go with is uh, Tim Weah. Uh, Tim Weah has been linked to a loan move with Valencia, which would be interesting because that's Eunice Musa's club. Uh, so seeing those two Americans compete uh, on the same club would, would be very fun. Uh, this is an interesting move because... Uh, Tim Weah is a player that his last season for Lille was not very good. He struggled to get on the field. He struggled to get consistent minutes. Uh, he struggled to stay healthy at times uh, and didn't really start contributing goals and assists until very late in the season. Meanwhile, throughout World Cup qualifying, he was one of the highest performers for the U.S. Men's National Team. So he seems to be playing better for the national team than he is for his club team over at Lille, which is interesting. And maybe that's the reason why Lille might be interested in a loan move to kind of give him uh, a different opportunity somewhere else and maybe come back to them with a higher transfer value. Uh, interesting thing there. But I don't think that this is very high up on the, um, on the probability list as far as things that could potentially happen this summer. Speaking of Eunice Musa in Valencia, there has been rumors of interest from Fiorentina, um, the Serie A side over in Italy, uh, for the services of Eunice Musa. This is, once again, a very low-tier rumor. There does not seem to be a lot of uh, smoke to this particular rumor, so I would put it certainly in the category of rumor at the moment and, and nothing more than that. I wouldn't look too deeply into this. Uh, Eunice Musa has looked so damn good with the U.S. men's national team and just looks to have so much potential. I don't know why 
why Valencia would look to move him in this moment. Uh, whenever you have a teenager like that, just right before the World Cup, and he's looked to, he, he's he's likely to get significant minutes with for, with this country and potentially have a breakout World Cup. Uh, I don't know why you would move him right before that, uh, but I guess stranger things happen in the world of football. But I'm not putting too much stock in this one at the moment. Next up, we have Gabby Slonina, the 17-year-old goalkeeper over at Chicago Fire. He's being chased after by some of the biggest clubs in the world. Uh, Real Madrid reportedly put in a bid for him that was rejected by the Chicago Fire, which to me is absolutely hilarious, the idea of Chicago Fire rejecting a bid from Real Madrid. Uh, I mean, things have changed significantly in the world of MLS. Let's just say that, where Real Madrid is getting rejected Rejected for the 17-year-old MLS prospect. What is happening right now? Uh, but since then, it looks like Chelsea has come into the mix and, and are pursuing Slonina's signature very heavily, uh, which is which is a, a really interesting thing to have Chelsea and Real Madrid after this 17-year-old signature. Now, Chelsea has a lot going on right now. We already mentioned the Lukaku transfer. Uh, they're in negotiations to get rid of their current uh, athletic director for lack of a better term, and, and there's Raheem Sterling thing, so uh, Gabby Slanina is pretty low on the uh, itinerary, I think, for Chelsea at the moment, but it seems like like that's a move that's very likely to happen this summer. Now, those are all the rumors that are out there right now. There's a couple of players who have completed moves. Like, we know Brendan Aronson did complete his $29 million move over to Leeds. Uh, just a significant moment in American soccer history. Whenever you have someone like Brendan Aronson, who isn't even really, I mean, depending on who you talk to, projected to be a starter, uh, a player in the starting 11 for the U.S. men's national team, to, to have completed a $30 million move over to uh, the Premier League. Absolutely phenomenal, especially whenever you consider what type of player Brendan Aronson was just like two, three years ago uh, to see how much he's grown uh, and to see how much uh, he was sought after uh, in the premiership by Leeds is is absolutely tremendous. And then, of course, we have uh, Matt Turner, who just completed his move over to Arsenal. Uh, he is actually in London right now being ingratiated by uh, the fans. It's very likely that Matt Turner is going to start the season off as the backup, but he has said that he's gunning for that starting position. Uh, We'll see if he can unseat the English, the young English keeper uh, that's starting for Arsenal right now. I think that would be an absolute difficult task, but stranger things have happened in the world of soccer. So we know what kind of shot stopper that Matt Turner is. A guy with a phenomenal story, a guy that personally I'm a fan of, and I'm excited to see uh, how far he's he's come in his career. Uh, just seems like a great person and, and excited to see what he's able to do in, in, in the premiership if he gets an opportunity. And lastly, we'll wrap things up with some guys that uh, are going to be on the move, but we don't know where they're going to be yet. The first one is John Brooks. John Brooks, of course, has been uh, released from Werder Bremen. Uh, he is on a free right now and can sign with pretty much anybody that wants him. Uh, I, I haven't seen any news uh, connecting him to any clubs right now. Uh, the last that I heard was that he potentially could be remaining in the Bundesliga, uh, but who knows? I, I think um, he's a player that um, it still has a lot of value, but 
but he has a very specific type of value. I think he has to play in a specific type of system uh, that suits his needs. So it's just about finding that club uh, that is interested in, in that, that values him and, and can use him the way that he needs to be used to be at his best. Uh, I, I think Greg Berhalter said in one of his press conferences that the U.S. national team is going to be looking very closely at his move and how he fits into his new team um, and how that could potentially see him um, translate over to the U.S. men's national team, even though, I honestly, I think the ship has sailed there. I don't think he's going to be a part of the squad uh, come November. Uh but it's still, he's going to end up somewhere. We know he's going to be somewhere. We don't know where it's going to be yet. The same can be said for Luca De La Torre. His club, Aracales, got uh, relegated at the end of the season in the Eredivisie, um, and, and Luca De La Torre is going to be moving on. He stated that in interviews. He's, he's already kissed the team goodbye and is uh, looking for greener pastures. Where those greener pastures are, uh, I haven't seen any rumors connecting him anywhere. But it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up. I mean, he's a player that's become an absolute fan favorite uh, among U.S. men's national team supporters. He's a player that has really grown into this squad uh, and become an important player, a a player that is likely going to see a number of minutes uh, in the World Cup over in Qatar in a few months. Uh, So his whereabouts over the next few months, whether that's uh, a team higher up in the Eredivisie or if he actually actually goes abroad and goes to a different league. Uh, it's going to be uh, very fun to see what happens. A potentially similar story with Jean-Luc Abusio. Uh, his club, Venezia, did get relegated in Serie A over in the Italian league, uh, and he could potentially get out of his contract with that relegation. I haven't seen any rumors connecting him anywhere, but that's just something that's been out in the ether. Uh, whether or not Jean-Luc Abusio will remain with Venezia kind of is, is yet to be seen. Uh, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm looking in with a lot of interest. Uh, number one, because I love Jean-Luc Abusio, and number two, because Venezia is just such a cool club. I wish they would have stayed up. It was a blast watching them this year with the fashion and the stadium and just um, the, all the romantic things about Venice that that I, I think if you watch that club this year, uh, you really clung to, and it is a really cool thing to see. So Jean-Luc Abusio could potentially be on the move, but where to, we don't know yet. Uh, so those are, I, I think, all the, the big transfer storylines surrounding the U.S. men's national team right now. It is a significant number of storylines surrounding a significant number of players. And I think the players at the top of the U.S. men's national team, the biggest contributing players, are, are potentially all on the move. And that's a little bit unsettling. It's exciting, but it's unsettling at the same time. So this U.S. men's national team that's heading into this World Cup that's already dealing with youth and and experience and and a lot of injuries surrounding this team now has to deal with a lot of club uncertainty uh, and and potentially players not playing or or who knows trying to break into teams Uh, it's a a bit of a mess but it's our mess and we got to deal with it I'm curious what you guys think about this transfer saga Uh, who where where do you see these players going Uh, where do you want to see Christian Pulisic go I know that that's the big talking point Uh, do you think that Westman McKinney stays at Juventus. It looks like that's what it's going to be right now. The Sergio Dest situation. I, it's been a will he or won't he situation with, with him at Barca. Uh, and it's just turned up the heat ever since Xavi's arrived. Uh, a really interesting situation there. Personally, I want to see him stay uh, whenever he's played at Barca. He's looked tremendous. It seems like it, there's a lot of upside with him at that squad. Uh, but, you know, who, who knows? It, it's called the silly season for a reason. So let me know your thoughts uh, on, on the transfer market 
for the U.S. Men's National Team players. If you want the Yank Report podcast form, you can find the Yank Report podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Si habla espanol, dime un comentario en espanol. Thank you so much for uh, liking and subscribing. If you really want to support the channel, you can become a member. You can get access to the members-only videos. You can get cool badges and stuff like that and directly support the channel and this project and what I'm doing here. Thank you to the Tier 2 members, Manuel Arivedes, Mike Irish, Chris Matassa, Matt Doyle, and Matthew Hanna. Guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is Sam, and this is the Yank Report brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.